What's up, Jim? How are you, man? Pretty awesome, man. Yourself? How are you doing this fine day? Oh, I'm wonderful. Let's see. We're getting in the now. We're up to episode nine. Oh, episode nine. Episode nine. So on that note, what's up, Beardy and Beardettes? You'll listen to another fine episode of the Beardy Bros, episode nine. It's going to be a good episode this time. Uh, oh. I, I think I'll have fun with this one. Um, oh, got a notification. I don't really know and really care about PewDiePie right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit random. PewDiePie notification. <laughs> If we're not having fun, we're not doing it right, man. <laughs> so we we got a good episode for this one. This is this is your idea. I mean, I wanted to mix up a little bit. It's good that we're mixing it up now. It is. It is. Throw a spanner in the works. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it'd be fun. To, it'd be fun. Uh, we've got a few people listening. Uh, a little bit of a juddy out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plug him in. Plug him in. We got we got someone listening, and uh, who else we got? Um. Was it uh, you made uh, Aiden as well? Yeah, we got a good old Aiden. He listens, so we got we got a, we got a bit of fan base. We got, we got this fan base. We got regular listeners, so thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking by. We're loving it, loving the support. Um, before we get into the topic, I really want to talk about. I told you this. I'm, I'm really keen since the uh, they had they dropped the announcements for Crash Bandicoot Four. Oh yeah. Really I, I I I want to drop this in before we do go on to the topic, like. The fact, oh, here we are, like the fact that's got me is they freshened it up. But the fact I was doing a little bit of research, the fact that it's a sequel, but it's on a new timeline because it's a sequel to the remakes, the Insane trilogy. It's a sequel to that, not the original games. I mean, but the remakes were the same thing, like pretty much one to one. Yeah, they're one to one. They've they revamped it, but. To have a sequel to a remake slash reboot over the original games is something new. It's kind of like, I guess, in the way, you know, changing the canon a little bit. It's, I don't it's think there's ever been anything like that. I don't know that like, I can recall. It, 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 happened, it kind of happens when they want to retcon stuff with like TV shows and movies, but for a game to do it, like, I don't think I've ever really seen a game make a ballsy move like that going. These still kind of exist in the old timeline, but being that this is a new, freshened up timeline, we're going to go off with this arc over here. And I'm like, this is really cool. It's different. It's it's, Toys for Bob. Yeah, it's Toys for Bob as well, exactly, which is different. Like, it's not, but they're building off from, and they've really, from what I've seen, keeping the vibe of of what Naughty Dog Dog done. Like, it's really cool. Definitely came out of nowhere, didn't it? <laughs> really, I, I mean, we, we expected something more, and everyone like the, all, the like where all the rumors in the works was like they're going to do an open world Crash Bandicoot game, you know, rah rah rah. But to come back and actually hit the roots, like really be like we're doing something traditional, we're not going crazy crazy. Like there's a few twists and turns here and there, but like they're sticking to the roots, and that's really cool. Like to see that where you know you look at the old franchise. You had him spin off to like you know the fourth one was like CTR like which is now we have CTR that's not even part of this remake like franchise like it's it's remade but it's own independent it's got nothing to do with this timeline story up like it's yeah oh yeah it's crazy like this is a proper sequel like it's yeah it's it's going to be interesting and I'm keen for it like 
I'm honestly really keen for it. So I, I had I had to get onto the, the this topic for, for whatever we can. So, <laughs> so well, you know. kind of overexcited for this. Been waiting so long for a new crash. But right. the interesting thing is, I reckon it's um, you know when Crash Bandicoot Worlds got rumored or leaked. Yeah. Drinking yeah. this as the open world hub, but like like just like Crash Three and Two, and they're like, yeah, you, you go to a button or something and get teleported. Yeah, Do you reckon that would be in there still? I or... feel it most probably it could be because like that's how they kind of made that level select. It keep it kind of became a unique like thing for those games, and I feel if they're sticking to that traditional feel, they most probably do that. Have that open world hub where you can run around kind of thing and select the world to go to. Especially with all these new elements they're kind of tossing in, which is interesting. But the way they leaked the worlds part, where it's like open world, I'm like, you can't call Crash no. Three World open world if it's got that little hub area. Exactly. So I like, it's like an open world ish. Think of like Maybe Lost Legacy, Uncharted, yeah, was open world ish. Because one of the one of the articles I read was it's not an open world game. It, it's tr- being traditional. So maybe it's just got lost in translation. I don't know. It's, yeah, but it was called Bandicoot Worlds, which kind of weird. Well, that was that, yeah. Because this, well, this is this new game is Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about time. Like that's the title for it. Yes, I mean, I wonder if it's got the traditional. You're in this little hub, and you get all these buttons. I hope so, it's like that. So it plays off. That's the, what the I feel that they're going to do with number four. See, I don't even know what's going on if they're still doing this whole Crash Bandicoot's world thing. Like, that could be one of the other companies because so many companies have ownership over Crash Bandicoot. It's ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've got an issue with Crash Bandicoot 4 already. And that's, they've changed his Crash, they've changed his look a little bit. Yes, a lot of people have um, been going on about the look. I mean, I'm fine with the look. It's it's aged a little bit because time has moved on, but they have yeah, changed but, him mean, up and also kept him in the same. St- it's weird. It is very weird. So, I've read that kind of Skylander cartoony look, kind of. Yeah, a bit more Skylander like, University like. Um, so, uh, Cortex and Coco, they look pretty much the same as the, the trilogy. Crash, Crash it's just crap. Like, I reckon what happened to Sonic. I'll get done for Crash. <laughs> well, there have already been petitions starting. Um, my partner told me earlier today when we're out that a petition has already started mid-shared around saying, please change Crash <laughs> for Crash Bandicoot 4. So it'd be because, interesting to see what happens because it's only four months out from its release. So being that yeah, it's coming no, out they can, they can change that quick, really. They can just change the whole model. And all. Mm. So it'd be interesting and, um, to see within that time frame what they do, if they change them or not. Because if it's a continuation, it's the exact same crash. It, yeah. it doesn't change that dramatically. No. <laughs> so I don't know what, what, like, I don't even know what the time difference between the two of them are, like how many years it's based later. Like, it's, yeah, but Cortex you know, and Coco are pretty much exactly the same as the as the yeah. remake trilogy. So, I mean, to go here, a different models. model was a bit weird. weird yeah. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do for sure, see if they're going to listen to the fan base being like, can we have traditional Crash? Like, you had the model there from the from the trilogy. Like, 
Or just copy and paste. <laughs> that's that's it. Like they well not them, but who was it? Um who did the trilogy? Um Vicarious Vicarious Visions. Yeah, they did that. Um, they're in the same company, so just ask for their model yeah. or just get yeah, their exactly. model. They're all, <laughs> they're all doing the same job at the end of the day. They're all doing remakes and sequels and stuff. And Toys for Bob has been known for doing remakes or remasters, you know. So I mean, yes, Spyro was spot on because yeah. they didn't have a previous gen to copy it off. Like, they just did their own version of Spyro, which worked. So but Crash already had that trilogy remade which set the standard for that crash. <laughs> yeah. If you, you know what I mean? Like, keep it to the trilogy. Just, I mean, he didn't look bad. He just looked a it's bit, different. his face was shorter and stretched a bit. Like, Yeah, he looked, I said, he looked weird. like he matured a little bit, just didn't mature rightly. Yeah, it was it's a bit definitely, <laughs> I hope they, if, if, if they don't change it, I won't be upset over it. But no. It just doesn't I'm like look I'm fine with the look, but yeah, it does. It does seem a little bit out of place. So it's like, so we, all we got is time now. Time, time will tell. <laughs> it will. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, it's about time they no, change that bloody model. Yeah. <laughs> it's be so, um, but that's basically the keynote for that. That's that's all I wanted to really bring up because there hasn't been much else really for me anyway that I've seen going on that's really ca- caught my eye. Should I say? Um, with everything going on, everything you know, it didn't look so linear as the previous games. Like, yeah, it was bigger in every way. Like, the level seemed a lot larger. Yeah, they're doing a lot more, but, but it still has that yeah. traditional feel running, you know, running towards the camera and away from camera, and then having the platform like they've gone back to that old school feel. So, I'm a bit. I'm a bit iffy about the new masks, how you can go upside down, and what was the other one? That's. Oh, that's going to be so nauseating, I feel. Like, you'll be running along and be like, oh, I'm down here, and oh, I'm over here, and then I'm inside out. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going I can't to be remember what the they're second one does, to be fair. Because, in I a way... Slow time or something? I don't know. Well, I was going to say, because I was looking over my games, and the Wrath of Cortex was slightly similar, because they introduced new masks in that, if I remember. But it was different again. So in a way, it's kind of like a reboot of that because you, you take out like Crash Bash, the party games, you know, the the whole um, Nitro Kart and all that racing game stuff, and you just look at the base games. Wrath of Cortex came out after it, so that was kind of its old school number four. And then you look at yeah. this one, which is kind of the same thing in a way because they both introduced new masks, which had new abilities, but then it's like going in different arc directions. So it's it's feeling in a way where 4 almost feels like a reboot of Wrath of Cortex in a way. So, Except it's a whole new story, pretty much. Exactly, a whole new story. So the base elements are ideas of they introduce new masks, this goes off here, you know, but they're going in a completely different direction. Where it's they like, had certain references to this one. Yeah. Like they gave nods to other Crash games to put in here. Really? Yeah, well, they've even made fun of the whole franchise altogether. Like, like they've made like there's that one line for the, for the trailer. It's like, I feel like we've done all these. Like, how many times have you defeated Cortex? It's like, oh, only three times. It's like I thought it's been more than that because <laughs> they're making reference to all the games that have been out, which is like, what? no, because it's like this is pretty much the original 
um, story, like one, two, three, four. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's kind of funny that they're making a reference to the original canon, where where this is new canon, which I kind of like that. It's kind of doing like the Star Wars I mean, thing, where not the old canon, the, the canon became canon. legends. I think they're still playing from what happened in the old games to this one. Look, yeah, well, that's why I you got the if you work with the, the the trilogy, like that makes sense because it's fresh, and that's what they were saying too. Being the basing off the minds because the trilogy came back, it's on people's minds. It's fresh. Let's make a fourth game, like a proper oh, fourth yeah. game, and it works. That's why it's more of a sequel to that. It's cool. Vicarious didn't get it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, it's like you did the remake, like. You did the three games. Why didn't you make a fourth one? But then Boys for Bob's like, oh, we will do it. So, but it's cool so that they're all that doing mean, a team effort, though. Like, it's cool they're all doing a team effort. So, does that mean Vicarious Visions are doing a Spyro four? I mean, they could. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Toys for Bob would be doing it with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I really hope there's another Spyro because that is that needs one oh, as well. Got to be. Gotta be at some I mean, point, but yeah. I've also never played number three or finished, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where the story ended there, so I don't know if it needs yeah. it or not. I just no, kinda want it. They're always they're always left open to a degree. That was the thing, they're always left open. With Spyro they expanded it, that's why they went with the whole Skylanders thing to expand the universe and they kind of in a way redid the it's it's all this crazy stuff goes on. And there's so many arcs that go on, especially with like down the track because Spyro made so many other sequels that kind of didn't need to happen in a way. They kind of made these arcs and that, that, yeah, some were good, some were bad, some were released on Nintendo only for some weird reason. Like, okay. Oh, on the bunny Game Boys on that. Yeah. Yeah, like, so many other excuses to that, but they had crossovers and stuff. It's like, uh, okay. (laughs) Makes no sense. I mean, Crash did the same thing. So, I mean, they're both pretty much oh, yeah. two mascots who are head to head, like just say like Mario yeah. and um, Sonic. Zelda, pretty much like with Zelda. Yes, yeah, Sonic. Sonic, well, Sonic was bigger, but they always put, they always put Mario and Sonic against head to head, even though they're different yeah, companies. Like, they're all released on Nintendo, like okay. Uh, that's what I mean. Like Nintendo's got Mario, Sonic, Sony's got Crash and Spyro. Xbox has what Master Chief and Marcus Phoenix. Like they got yeah, everyone's got them things. Oh, it's, it's I mean, you always got the mascots. Sega's not. Sega has something though. Not. Um, no, they've always got Zelda and Mario, but they always. But for some stupid reason, even though <laughs> Sega, it was Sega, and they had Sega consoles, they they they're more like partnered with Nintendo, so they always pit like specifically pit. Mario and Sonic against each other in their games. Like they've always got specific yeah. games at least that pit them together. Where you look at everyone else, and they never like the only one that's really done it was Crash Bandicoot Spyro. They didn't really pit them against each other. They just had a crossover event game, but it was on Nintendo, which was weird. So it's like okay, yeah, which I mean, wasn't the, the years crossover. It wasn't on the Sony platform. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. oh well, but the main thing is, other than the actual game announcement, is. It comes out October second, twenty twenty. Yes, this year. Surprising, like so, few short months. Good actually. games. It's actually kind of cool that we're seeing a lot of good shit drop. So, I'm keen for a lot of these titles. So, oh Who's yeah, I mean, Crash. I'm gonna smash. <laughs> oh. um, 
<laughs> uh, shouldn't have went into that, but <laughs> um, <laughs> just a uh, some stupidness. Um, yeah, October sixteenth. Then what? You got pretty much September, three months, pretty much. Well, four. Yeah. Well, we're barely into July, August, September, October. But yeah, still four months. So all three months. <laughs> Well, we're end of June now, so start of July. So yeah, so July, August, start of October. Yeah, it's not going out pretty long. And we'll have a lot of games coming out <laughs> between because we've got well, July, end of July. You've got, you know, we've got um, destroy all humans dropping. So you know, there's a lot of games coming out July, and then games dropping August, and then September with Tony Hawk's Pro. Like we've got games dropping left and right, set up for us to play through the rest of the year. Well, we've got a big one coming out July 17th in Ghost of Tsushima. So. Well, that's exactly it. That's true. There's that too. That'll hold us over till... I, I, uh, don't, I don't know how that's going to go now. I don't know how it's going to go compared to like the sales that uh, that uh, The Last of Us Part 2 have done. <laughs> that, that's the most quickest selling game that Sony's had in a long time, I think, from what that I've read over the stats. As well now. Like that sold so quickly, and I think the negative hype behind it may have created the reason to put more sales. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, even if it made them dwindle a bit, it still mm. it still sold pretty fucking well. So many people bought that game; like it's unbelievable. Like UK, I think the, was the one that had the biggest, quickest sales was in the UK. So that's crazy. In the UK, yeah, they beat out Uncharted Four, which they just beat themselves, really. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> The company uh, beat their own title record release. But well, they're pretty insane. much the only competition they have are themselves. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so. I mean, people still want Ghost of Tsushima. It's in that's in that's inevitable. People are yeah. hyped for that. Oh, because yeah. it's not a sequel or nothing. Like they got, they can start fresh on there. Like yeah, they can build an audience for that new IP. I, I want to be more of the curiosity. I feel like at first it'd be the curiosity that it might pick up over time. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, it just looks so good, though, like from the, see, from see, the gameplay trailer. Oof. Yeah. See, see, it works for the last of works because you've got the first game. People have played the first game. They're going to play the second game. So you're kind of like, you're kind of already drawn in. with But Ghost of Tsushima, it's a whole new IP. So it's going to be the more of curiosity killed the cat. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I mean, I'm yet to finish Last of Us, but I'll definitely have some a few words on it. Maybe next podcast, next one after. Hopefully. Yeah, well, I'm, I I don't know when I'm going to get around to play it, and it's going to be hard. I'm still trying to finish the first one. I haven't had the time to get it done. Like, yeah. It sucks. I've been wanting to play it, and I just can't at the moment. It's like, oh, I want to finish the first one so I can play the second one. <laughs> Well, I'll say it now. If you haven't played the first one already, my dudes, play the first and then the second. You won't regret Definitely it. play the first. So good. I mean, you From can play the second one on its own, but it won't make sense. You need the, yeah, the rest of the story. I mean, it probably might make sense, but because I'm not saying anything about it, but it, feels it might make sense. <laughs> yeah. But it's up to you guys to decide. Play the first one, second one. You'll play none of them. Do whatever you want. You'll have a sort of a good time. <laughs> Ooh, cool. But 
we'll move on from that topic. <laughs> so we'll move swearing. on from the gaming. We'll, we'll move on from gaming news. I just want to drop off the, the main point that I was hyped for was Crash Bandicoot. So let's move oh, on from yeah. that with your topic this week. And that is yes, which is our top ten favorite bands cross artists like just have an artist. Bands and artists. Pardon? This, one, this, one, this, one, this is pretty fun. I, I like that. This is good because we, like, what else? Are you, what else are we doing in the middle of like we're coming out of isolation now? But the whole time during isolation, we're either playing games, reading books, watching movies, or listening to music. Yes. So, or if you might ask, we've well, been playing games, reading books, and what else? Else it is while listening to music. So, <laughs> music is the main the focus point. Part. Yes. So no, so for sure. And you, and you, Mister Rock Smith over here, loves his music. So <laughs> uh, that I do, so man. We, that we, I do. We can't, we can't roam the world without music. So, so it, it, it makes sense for us anyway because we love our music for for this topic. Oh, yeah. And I like the idea. That's why it was good that Jim brought it up. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. This is this will be fun times to talk about our our top favorite bands and artists. So. So with that being your idea, let's go with you and start off with your discussion. Oof, I mean, you might have this one on your list as well, but for number one, yeah. I put ACDC. Oh, good old Akadaka. You, you can't go wrong yeah. with good old Akadaka. Actually, my list, my list is very left field. I actually went with what I've been listening. I went through my Spotify playlist. And I basically oh, went the majority of the bands that I favorite and listen to the most and I like bands and artists that way. And that's how I culminated my list for, for my top ten. It's a very mix. It's 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 half and half, but that's how I worked mine out. So just a quick note on the list, it's not in any particular order. It's just I just wrote a it's just there. ten band artist. I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to Akadaka being number one. <laughs> oh, Australian oh. rock and roll, like <laughs> It's Australian rock and roll. Like, you can't say no. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But, like, yeah. you just can't beat their songs. Like, the Back in Black is, like, everyone's oh, so number one. The majority maybe. of all their songs are, like, top songs. Like, there's barely any of their songs that aren't top songs. Yeah, like, true. I mean, they've got countless songs, probably hundreds. Yeah. I haven't really checked late, late, lately, but... <laughs> I don't but, think they've done much in a while, but they're bigger than the US. Really, yeah, well, I mean, they're still going today, so oh, I think there's a new sure. album being made, I think. Well, Brian Johnson's... Probably. So, yeah, hopefully they're surprising. putting out some new music, some lockdown music, as a lot of bands are. <laughs> the Rona. Uh, Rona the Rona band. band. <laughs> the rotor tracks. Rotor down. For the next one, you might have on there as well, or probably not, but I went with Avenge Sevenfold, which was. Ooh, Avenge Sevenfold. Yes, nice. No, they're my not first... on my list, surprisingly. They're not. They're not oh. on my list, but I, I they are a good band, but I don't listen to them enough, so they didn't make my list. What? <laughs> no. um, 
I like him that much that I actually my first tattoo was of was an Avenged Sevenfold one. <laughs> yep, I've seen that. And too. yep, boy, the the music's changed throughout the years. Oh yeah, but still but good. One thing is for sure, they've still got that hard hitting energy that they've always had. Really, like yeah, the, you the may album. think they're as you call sellouts or something. Well, that's that's been thrown around Event Sevenfold for the last what, ten years ish. Oh, always, yeah. But the, the the thing is, you can't hold a candle to them because they're still just doing their thing, not listening to anyone. Yep. Yep. The music they want. So I mean, you just. You can't put them down. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. That's the thing. They're doing. They're doing their thing. They're doing what they want to do, and that's what. And that's the best thing about it. It's like, you know, that's it. End of the day, do what they want to do. It's their band. It is. It is. Which I lost a few members, but they're still kicking. But we'll take over to your list now, man. For for a few tracks. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go through. I'll, I'll, mine, set, mine is separated because I've gone through. I've got five artists and five bands. So, oh, I, yeah. mean, I might go through my bands. Where's my notes? I've got to find my notes now. <laughs> Again, <laughs> come on, maybe man. drop another one. While I should have been more prepared. Maybe. Oh wait, no, here it is. I've got it. That's all right. I'll come. I've got an answer. So you can drop <laughs> in another one, but I'll, I'll drop it in. So you. So, bloody opens. So for my bands, I actually these a lot of these I listen to. So this is again no particular order, but one of my favorite bands is Gorillas. Oh, I love their enthusiasm. Different. I mean, the singer was the um, what's his name? I can't. There's another band I listen to. is It's pretty good. This lead singer of Gorillas, but it's I just like the idea of just how enthusiasm, but their style is different. Being that they're not like real artists, they like animated artists. I mean. That's really what draws me. They don't take themselves seriously. Is that what you're trying to... Is that what you're going with? I think Dale's cut out there. Hello? There we go, my back. Yeah, what happened there, man? (laughs) There we go. Oh, I must have timed out because I was in my notes for too long. God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I really like, I don't know, this is, I'm still getting used to this. It's, it, gets, it gets spazzy. But no, I really like Gorillas because it's just the whole animated style, the fictional characters, you know, being not real. Yeah. But making up performers. Like, like there's so much story after the characters as well. Because, like, it's more than just music. Because they can do what they want with the, with the characters. Like, they can do whatever they want with them. Yeah, and that's what I like about it. They can do so much with it, and they've done so many different crossovers. Like there was that one track where they had the um, one of the bad guys from the Powerpuff Girls as a member. Like, <laughs> well, what? what? Mojo Jojo. It was um, oh, it was uh, I think it was Ace. Ace, I think it was. Uh, I can't remember who Ace is. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. It was Ace. I can't remember now. Yeah, I, I can't remember. It was a, it was a weird arc, and he was on the track for a while. But there's like, if you look into their lore. They've got their own law story backgrounds, how the characters turn on each other characters, characters get kicked out of the band, then they have someone replace it. And then, oh, it's crazy all the things they do. Like, it's phenomenal. 
And that's why I like them. That's why I like just just the whole atmosphere of them is is really dope. Because it's something unique. Like no one else does that. It's just special yeah. to them. And I'm like, I like the only one that's really ever tried something a bit different like that was Daft Punk. Daft Punk's like I like Daft Punk, but they're not like really one of my favorite bands. But I like their style as well. Like that's because they've done that with that um that whole album they did where it had the, the 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 aliens the martians that they like did this whole anime like it was an actual whole anime series for the whole soundtrack <laughs> like, that was pretty cool and that's like things like that i think you remember that it was like the late 90s 2000s i think it was oh yeah yeah it was it was a big hit through there and that's like that so like gorillas style and stick to it i mean i've heard a few gorillas songs but i'm i can't say i've listened to a whole album before yeah then exactly, and it comes down to taste per per person. Yeah, like you can't people. cater to everyone in the world. So no. if you did, then you are a bloody sellout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and that's why I like about them is they they stick to their style of what they are, and it's really cool. That's why I like them, and that's like another one. Like, I mean, they've been another one I like here. I'll go to my next one on my list. So, my next one on my list for bands is Panic at the Disco. Like. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, that that one that one's that one's following me for a while. I mean, I, I think it's I, I really like as it comes into it. I really like Brandon as an artist. He's stuck to the band the strongest, and the band's changed like changed a lot, but still kind of keeps its vibe. Yeah. Weirdly enough, like because they had this, they went through for a while. They separated, and like even like that as as performance, like as as performers, like to have a group at first friends and then friends fall apart and then at least someone still carries it through while they've gone off doing other things but like following their story I've, I've listened to some of their backstories and how they've done stuff as artists and they've really put the thought and effort into it which is really good that's why I like them as well as a, as a I mean they'd, they'd be different now I guess in a way but how they were in the beginning I really like how they thought about their albums they, they locked themselves away they worked on albums together to try and find a feel. They they really tried to do what bands do, not just some of them just lazily put no effort in. Some it. just go in there so, thinking stuff just happens, and it really doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And they they've been through crazy moments thinking of you know they locked themselves away thinking of track titles and and trying to think of like the vibe and trying to like really hone their style. And that's why there was that one album they did, which felt more uh, kind of. Cunt, it wasn't extremely country, but it was kind of rhythmy. It was more rhythmy vibes. It was kind of a bit country, but it was different from that kind of punky, rocky vibe they had at first. It was it was a mix. Yeah, it was an experimental album, like a just, very experimental. And it was probably cool. like they went away, they locked themselves in a cabin in the woods. They all like learned to do stuff, like, and that was really cool to actually like really put the feeling, the method into their music to find who they are. Oh yeah. So that's why I, that's they're on my list is because they're a band that actually put themselves into their work, and that's why you know, and that's what I like about a lot of bands is that I like is because they they really put the passion into it. They're they're passionate. So, they care about what they're actually producing. Like they put their blood, sweat, and tears into whatever they make. Exactly, and that's what it's good about. Which those bands are rare. Um, yeah. So that's that's why that, that's why my list is going to be very diverse, and it's, it, that's why it's like, I mean, I love a lot of genre of music. I listen to all kinds of music, and I like all kinds of music. Like, 
I just love rhythms and beats and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's it's one of those things that's nice. Well, you got a good beat. But um, exactly, and that's what I mean. And that's why like I've gone by through. That's why I decided to go through my Spotify list and actually look at what I listen to the most to really find you know what are my top tens. So oh yeah. So another one. I mean, from there, I mean. You might have this. I don't know. You, you'll agree, though, with me. You would understand. Yeah, that makes sense for me. So another one on my list for bands is Tenacious D. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> uh, that is not you can agree with me on that one. And you'd be surprised if it wasn't on my list. Like I would be surprised. Jack Black and Carl Gass, man. What 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 can I say about Jack Black and Carl Gass? Like a comedy rock band. Like it's it's like, but it's not directly comedy. But like to have. Like it, it feel very serious rock and roll music, but then be comedic blend with it at the same time, but not like I don't know. They just they just write their music really good. I mean, it's like it's them telling really, the story yeah. with their songs, really. Like they're uh, exactly like there's arcs and oh, they really it's it's really well done. It's a real it's a real performance. Like it's real. Yeah, I mean, if you did if this one whole a whole album. You can get, like we get from watching an hour and a half movie or something, like, you get... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to explain what their songs are like. But, but like, it's it's just... They're just brilliant tracks, like, and it's kind of, in a way, mocks the rock side of things a little bit, but also being rock at the same time. It's, it's for those that haven't never listened to Tenacious D, like, it's... You, you most have heard of Jack Black, you know, Jablinski Games, you know, that's where he goes by now. But, like, he still does Tenacious D stuff. Like, he's still in the band. Like, I don't know how you wouldn't know of Jack Black, you know. It, it's phenomenal. But, I mean, it's one of those things. I think they've explored every genre of music over the years, <laughs> to be fair. They've done so many different styles. Like, it's – and they try to keep that, that rock vibe look and they try so many different genres and styles and it's so good. And like I like the fact that they had their album, and then they made like the the movie, which was kind of based before the album, and then then there's the album that it's like this whole meta thing goes on, <laughs> and that's what I like about them as well is that they just have this whole story that they try to create from like not just audio but visual as well. Oh hell yeah! And it's just phenomenal. Like oh, it's so good. That's what you got. So that's why they had to be on my list. If you haven't already. Check out Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny on just yeah, on CD form and actually movie form. It's they're so good. It's it's so good. Like definitely go listen to that first album. I can't remember the name of the album now, but it's um yeah, I can't. definitely need to listen to that the main album. I think it's, it was their first album. So you basically listen to that first album, and a lot of that makes reference to the movie, which is which came out after that album, but the movie's technically set before the album <laughs> like a mock it's kind of like in a way a, almost like a a mockumentary but like it's a movie it's not like a documentary but it's like it's a movie telling a story in a way of how the band became made but it's making fun of themselves and it's weird yeah it's, it's just great yeah, all, being like an actual movie i always wondered wondered where tribute came from and then i'm like oh now there's a movie <laughs> Yeah, they, 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 they have that whole reference of that song in the movie and then they have the movie where they actually play the actual song and at the end of the movie, like, spoilers, like, they're trying to, like, remember the song that they had sung in the movie, <laughs> which therefore ends up becoming tribute. So it's just like, it's this whole meta thing and it's just like, what the fuck? And 
it's so good. It's and that's why I love them. It's just the, like that thought, the genius of that. Like, I don't think anyone else could think like I'm all. There's people that could think like that. And that's what's going to lead on to my next band from this. They're very similar to, to Tenacious D, but more comedic. But I mean, I mean, I'll, I think I'll, I might just because I mean, I, what else can I say about Tenacious D? They're so good. Jack Black, they, man. Jack Black. If they're not already. Oh, like, for sure. Like, that was part not. of the thing, too. Like, in the movies. Get that There's going to be another movie. There's going to be another one. they got to do something else. they got to. <laughs> but going on from that vibe of that comedic kind of rock, for me, another band that I like that's on my list is my Ninja Sex Party. <laughs> oh, Ninja Brian and Danny Sexbang. <laughs> they had to be on my list because just the comedic rock that has... It, it tries to be like Tenacious D, Steel Panther, like all that kind of comedic, but like sexual, but like rock, but then <laughs> like party all in one. And it just creates, creates this shitstorm of chaos. And it's just great. And I've seen them live and it's just amazing. Like as, a, as them being performers, they're really good performers. They really get into character. Like the guy who plays Ninja Brian is a real like humble person he's really nice and like really cool person to talk to but like when he gets that character he just has like these dead eyes and he's just like a silent ninja and he just stares at you with these big big eyes and it's just like <laughs> he just has this tension like it looks he's like i'm gonna fuck you up but it's just really cool like they, they're really really good performers and that's that's another thing too that's, that's why i like them as performance like it's it's all about performance and enthusiasm and the characters like they really put it's, it's telling stories and the, and their songs tell stories as well and that's why I like them that's what I mean if you haven't got the enthusiasm to do it you can tell because the music is boring it's bland repetitive yep and I just exactly. a cup of tea and then, the like, there's a lot of bands I like there's a lot of bands I like there's a lot I listen to but when it came down to it for this list it was ones that I really thought about like that I really liked and it's the ones that tell a story and that being able to tell stories within a song that's five minutes long or a song that could be eight minutes long but they're able to tell short stories within each one like that's really amazing so oh hell yeah that's that's my list and that's why i had to have ninja sex party on there and then the next biggest one for my beans from that which again they do the exact same (laughs) thing they've been doing it for decades now i mean they did it four decades back then they did decades ago i mean it's different now but another band that does performances and tells stories with their music is, you'll agree with this and how good they are. I don't know if you can guess who it is. Um, Do you want to take a guess? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. On my list of performances by know. artists <laughs> that are really entertaining that have songs that tell a story in a clip is motherfucking Queen. <laughs> Queen. Queen? <laughs> oh, no. Queen, man. Fucking motherfucking Freddie Mercury, man. Yeah. Oh. Like, those songs, like, again, that's why, that's why, like, they're on my list, is because they tell stories through... It was basically Freddie Mercury oh, telling yeah. stories through music. And it was like his life as well, because you really listen to the songs. A lot of them were him telling, expressing his life's journey through those songs, but he reinterpreted them 
And like that's what I like about that as well. Actually, he put his life that they're short song form segments. Yeah, and they're really cool. And this is how they performed them and played them out. It's just beautiful. And that's why like that's why it had to be on my band's list as well. Like and, and there's all that kind of if you overlook like I said, it's overall there's that same kind of genre aspect there. There's that all each band tells a story. They have a short story to it. There's a performance. There's character. There's depth. There's costume. There's so much to it, and that's why they're on there. Oh, there's definitely it's costume. Like, for they have some Freddie Mercury, isn't there? <laughs> definitely costumes for Freddie Mercury. Definitely costumes for uh, Ninja Sex Party. There's some, definitely costumes for Nate for Tenacious D. Oh yeah. Definitely costumes for Panic at the Disco, and there's definitely uh, digital costumes for gorillas. So. <laughs> digital costumes. I like that one. <laughs> So, so it's all drawn, all drawn on, drawn on expressions. But yeah, so that's that's why I, they're all on my list for, for bands at least. Anyway. Well, they're just out. Like, so you can't keep them in one box. No. Which is rare these and days. That's exactly, and that's what really comes down to it. No, I mean, my 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 artists as well. They kind of reflect the same thing as well. They're out there as well. And they really put, and like I said, it's it's to me, it's more about the performance because you got artists that will try to tell a story, but it's is it just for basic entertainment or is it trying to send a message? And that's exactly you know like it, it depends on what resonates to each person differently. Like, are you just listening to the to like are you listening to what they're saying or are you listening to what they're saying? So you know, a lot of people just listen to the doof. Unfortunately, yeah. the, the lyrics blend with the music and it sounds great. And they're not all the time listening to the message that the artist is trying to portray. So, yeah, exactly. A lot of messages sometimes. Some some people listen, and some don't. Like you can't tell someone to listen to it and get what they're singing about. Get what message no, they're trying to convey. You but keep track of it. Like, get the drum then they've, so then it's, they've yeah. worked their magic on you. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so, so from from my bands before I go into my artists, what 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 are your um bands? Um, yeah, I've, I've just got ten bands plus an extra. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go go through your list. Um, come back to my artists. I mean, this one I'm shocked it's not on yours, but Bon Jovi. Yeah. Bon Jovi, yeah, well, I do listen to a lot of them, and again, they do they they do perform, but I feel for me a lot of those were always very movie soundtracks. They're a bit sure. um, arena rock, aren't they? Really, like perform live. Yeah, and they they tell stories, but like I so said, they're not on that level of how I feel that they tell stories. They're just a visual, not. Like they try to have short stuff, but it's just not hitting it for me. Never hit I mean, it. these are a broad, like I love listening to the music, but it just doesn't. They're a broad range. You know, like they're not any specific one yeah. story. It's like they're usually exactly. But what's his life? But they can be interpreted in many ways. Like exactly, and that's the thing. You have each song is different to the like, like with the ones that I have. They kind of have an arc and a bit. They almost tell a story through multiple songs. And the art continues through, kind of thing, through the whole album. Where them, they just have like individual stuff all over the place, and there's no real story arc to go with the music. Yeah, it's just here's a bunch of songs. I mean, they're great songs, but very good songs. Yeah. But they don't, they don't, they don't always tell a story in an album. Exactly, and that's I kind of like that when the artists do that. So, 
well, I'd really like that actually. So, yeah. <laughs> True, but Bon Jovi, by all means, they're, they're a good band. Like I, I would say, they're not a bad, like they are a good band, and I do listen to them. So, yeah, good choice. And number four is Breaking Benjamin, which I had to throw in there. Hey, I just had to. They're a good band, and I know I can agree with you with that because you you do listen to them a lot, so I can understand they're being on your list. Yeah, but I used to you rag on them, and used to bag them, so. what ten years ago. And that happens. That happens. A lot of people don't rag on stuff and then conform to it later on. And be like, oh, actually, I don't know why I rag on them. Yeah, well, that's the yeah. thing. I never really listened to them. I just, I, I just thought they were just bad. Like, I, I had no idea what they sounded like at all. <laughs> I just thought they were like this screamo thing. But I was pleasantly surprised after I purchased a pack of theirs on Rocksmith. I gave it a shot. Fell in yeah. love with it, <laughs> and then I went and got all the albums <laughs> and uh, fan now. So, hey, I made it right. I'm supporting yeah, them after I bagged them. <laughs> yeah. It happens to everything. Yeah. Yeah. So to Ben Burnley, I'm sorry for bagging on your on your band. If you ever hear this, <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Number five is a UK <laughs> band, Bullock My Valentine. Oh, yep. There's a theme here with my lip. I'm more of a heavy metal person. Heavy <laughs> 2000s. That... Really, really 2000s arc. I mean, they've all had more music coming out still, but it's like that, it's that around that 2000s arc that all the music really banged. Like, it was just like. Yeah, they got so many good songs, and then recently they've went a bit, a, a bit radio friendly for some reason. Yeah, like, trying to maybe get their sales back out there, trying to get back on the mainstream, maybe trying to get relevant. Like you can't beat, like, which I don't blame them. It's extremely selling out, but like if, if people maybe trying to get the new market or trying to bring back, I don't but know. They've got millions of fans already. Just keep doing what makes you you. Like you like making the heavy stuff. Just keep yeah. doing that. I mean, it's still kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. they went more poppy in some ways. Yeah, which, I haven't listened to it, so yeah. Which is a bit weird to hear, like Matt Tuck scream for like the last ten years, and then now he's Thinking. he's doing <laughs> what um, he's doing like radio rock. <laughs> like it's yeah. a bit a bit weird. Yeah, sense. I mean. Who knows? Maybe that's the style they want to try something different. Yeah, but you can't beat not just like what not just like wise like them like waking the demon. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel like them. It feels like they're good. It does, but it doesn't. It's hard to explain. Like you got to listen yeah. to it. It's not bad, but it's still them. It's not bad. Maybe yeah. the next album might be different. Yeah. <laughs> Um, on from that, this band done the exact same thing, which is number what seven, six, number six, Disturbed. Gotta love them. Which they kind of did the same thing, like with Sound of Silence, and this recent album, they've went a little bit, which 
it's a bit weird to hear him do that. <laughs> to be fair, like he's more yeah. upbeat. <laughs> really cleaned up. But get ever forget Evol- evolution. It's a good album. Some good songs on there. If you're not a Disturbed fan, this will make you a Disturbed fan. I feel a little disturbed by that statement. <laughs> a little disturbed by the statement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number, yeah. number seven is everyone's probably top three bands, the Mighty Metallica. Oh, yep, Metallica, yep. They, you can't go wrong with Metallica. The big war horse they are. The big yep. metal staple. I mean, they're, they're a band that have had so many different elements, feels, and vibes. They can get away with it. Too. Oh yeah, like in the '90s, they had load, reload. Then they went from that to Garage Inc., which, then again, that pushed it again. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a bunch of covers. And they've had their songs like very heavy and then soft and then flowing and then like they've got I mean, so many different soft, genres like, going on. It's just new. Load and reload weren't soft. They were still rock, but it was oh. a different kind of rock that was like yeah. I don't know how to put it. It was like a uh, like it, I thought it was nineties rock, really. Like it went that way, kind of like a Nirvana sound, yeah. like just just yeah. riffs and that. Some good songs in there, like Fuel and stuff like that, isn't a bad thing. The memory yeah. remains. You had Unforgiven Two in that area. S and S and M, which is a very good live album. But no, everyone's well. Even if a lot of people are having like they they're, they're branding for like merch is like sells tremendously. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> just you just mentioned that that name and everyone goes what? <laughs> everyone's seen it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> we 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 go from Metallica to number eight. I might get added for this. I might get, but don't at but don't at me. It's Nickelback. Hey, Nickelback! <laughs> look at my photograph. <laughs> okay, I like every time I do makes me laugh. I don't like the radio songs they do, like photograph and. The real radio based on. I mean, I've always liked Nickelback, but like I said, again, they're not really in that genre of how I like music. Yeah. So, like, I listen to them for sure. I love listening to their music and I'll jam it out. But yeah, <laughs> it's just typical. I just think it's just more. I think a lot of it is for me, like, it's really nostalgia music and I always love nostalgia music. I grew up with it. So, yeah, well, that they were around in that post grunge with Nirvana and that. Like, you listen to their first two. Yeah. Three albums, that was good. Like that was just in your face. For a long time. They didn't give no shit back there. They they didn't give no fuck. Never never expected the whole Chad Everill crossover. <laughs> oh well. <wow. laughs> <laughs> that was so. That was still funny when it happened. That was so left field. Oh hell yeah! Like <laughs> oh well. No, I don't think anyone expected that happening. That was weird. And it happened probably. It was good because it didn't happen again. Yeah. <laughs> or it won't happen again, hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah, but everyone can 
Everyone's got their favorite Nickelback song that they secretly smash out when no one's oh. watching. Exactly. Everyone, everyone says Nickelback's trash, but they'll there's that one song they'll jam out that's Nickelback. Everyone's everyone has that one song they'll jam out to that's Nickelback. I mean, for a lot of people, they'll, 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 they'll sing along, they'll tap along with it, you know, bob the head. You, you can't not say that there's one that you couldn't do that to. I mean, I like more of their older stuff. Some of the the new album was good because yeah. that was on the heavy side. That was on the like yeah. in your face, like he's Nickelback coming back from the nineties. Yeah. It was good. Yep, they got a few song staples there. They've got one pop rocky again, but only about two on the album, which isn't bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, mm. but still, I listen to Nickelback a lot, quite often. <laughs> Don't at me for it. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. Don't be hatting him. Don't be atting us. The only people that should be atting us is Chad. <laughs> Being like, thanks for listening to Nickelback. Look at my photograph. <laughs> what photograph? We can't say anything. Be like, can we have your autograph? <laughs> Look at my uh, autograph. <laughs> um, but the next one's a two-parter. I mean. It's he's an artist in two bands, so I've put him on the artist side, which is yep. Corey Taylor. Yep, you can't go past Corey Taylor. He's he's had, he has deep messages in all of his songs, like we've all got yeah. good meaning, really. Oh. We've mentioned we've mentioned him multiple times on the podcast. <laughs> oh man, we all know. We're just putting him out there even more, really. <laughs> oh, he's. He, he's getting free advertisement from us. <laughs> he's got the beardy bro seal of improvement from us. So. <laughs> if you hear that, Mr. Taylor, we're always here. Supporting the you. Seal of approval. You, you got it. You got it. Business. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but if for all of you who don't know, he's the front man in Slipknot and Stone Sour, which are both amazing bands. Both different. Yep. Like, I don't know. Uh, oh, and that's the amazing part. It is because Slipknot's the, if you want the heavy side, like, it's not screaming. It's just so much, it's so called, it's just aggressive music. Like, it'll be in your head for yeah. years. Some people hate it, some yeah. despise it, some love it. If you're not into that kind of music, it Stone is Sour is probably your best bet. They're like the so-called, I've heard people say, dad rock. <laughs> dad rock. <laughs> they're, they're, um, some dad rock. Look, it's a rock that's the dad of the other rock. It's dad rock. Now, you're, you're, you're plugging the rock now, are you? <laughs> Drain the Dwayne the Pebble Johnson. <laughs> Next to be a lot of him on here. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Stone Sour is good if you don't like Slipknot. It's got some aggressiveness to it, but it's more. It's on the Metallica side of things, like it's that kind of rock, metal, whatever you call it. But he even does live stuff as well, like he. Does it by himself? He does a live concert every now and again. It's acoustic usually. Um, but yeah, Corey Taylor, everyone's got to check him out. He puts a lot of effort, 
a lot of blood and hard work into this shit. Um, he does indeed. Okay, number 10 is one that I'm a f- could be on your artist one because he's not really a band, yeah. but it's Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, I was thinking, I was thinking about Michael Jackson, but no, I didn't touch the shutter he he in my list. So, no, so. Oh, come on, he's like the number one artist ever. Well, yeah, on no, he's, 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 I, I mean, I do love my Michael Jackson, and I guess yeah, his performance is is there. Like he tells stories, and there is a few arcs. I mean, he's got both the movie Moonwalker, and I think there was the Thriller movie. No, that was just a film clip. <laughs> Oh, they did something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Moonwalker was there was a movie they did with Moonwalker. That was yeah. a good movie though. I've got that here on DVD. <laughs> I only watched it once. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but like, fuck, how long are you going for? Like 30, 40 years of music you've got to go through? Oh, so much music he's done. So you got the 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah, you got like 40 years of music. Start off with the Jackson 5 and then make, make your way all the way to the end of Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Which, the early stuff's good. The late stuff's good. Like, he didn't make a bad song ever, I don't think. He made it feel all my Jackson 5. He <laughs> <laughs> was a man who knew he was writing good stuff because oh. he just followed up every release with something bigger and better. It just kept expanding, yeah. like... Like back in the 90s, he was fucking huge. He was selling out arenas, like everything. Oh, he had performances. His live shows, I've, I watched a few of them, and man, a dude was just God. Oh, exactly. He, he was the king of pop. It's not really pop, though. It's like a rock, what he was singing, usually. Well, yeah. But I mean, in general, though he he's referred to as the king oh, of pop, yeah. so yeah. which is pretty because... cool. Like to have that title, and no one, like they've had other people try and say they're the king of pop, but like no one will ever be the king of like pop. Kanye West. <laughs> like, well, they even had at one point trying to say like Justin Bieber was like going to take over the new position of the young, like the new king mm. of pop. It's like you can't, you can't. No one can take that from him. Like Michael Jackson. Invent like not well, he was labeled that from the people, yeah. People invented that for him, like he is the king of pop. Yeah. And I mean, that does segue into one of my artists that I've got in to for my to, to start off my five artists, but but for sure, like Michael Jackson was was it, like he was amazing. That's what I mean, like he invented there's a lot of controversy around him and stuff like that, but like his music was just insane. He so. invented, reinvented pop, he made pop tolerable, like. People loved it. Pop these days, yeah. he'd I reckon he'd be ashamed of what's coming out. Well, that's that's what leads into an artist that I that actually was I was introduced to by Ali, my partner. Oh, yeah. She introduced me to him, and actually, he has been referred to as the young the young king of pop. He's actually been labelled by a lot of people, and he's actually been very influenced by Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. For his music. And he really has the pop vibe. And he goes by the name Max. It's Max Schneider. Al will be like losing his shit over it because 
she she loves his music. She loves him. And it's insane. And he's a really good performer. And again, he tells stories through his songs, really performs his stories. And he, at at the stage, he's been doing really well with his performances. He started off as a, a young kid star, very Nickelodeon kid star. And from there, really pushed himself and has been for the last few years now. And he's been getting his tracks up in the top charts. Ooh. And it's... And he has that right vibe. Like, you look at pop and you look at how it goes and that pop rock stuff and it doesn't feel right. You listen to his stuff and it is just amazing. It has that pop rock vibe. Like, it's it feels like modern Michael Jackson. What? You've got, like, The Weeknd, which is a bit like that as well. The Weeknd takes a lot of influence from Michael Jackson as well and it feels very modern Michael Jackson. But Max really takes it to the level to and is really influenced by Michael Jackson. Like, it's, it's insane. Like if you if no one's listened to him, like listen to his music, like just 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 straight up, just type in Max, and it's just insane. So he's got some really good shit. I might so. give that a YouTube tonight, actually. <laughs> give him a bit of a listen. Yeah, just look like, look up his videos, and like there's all these different videos he's been doing for years, and like they're insane. Like they're really good. I, I really get into the vibes, and his his latest stuff is like this whole yellow album thing, and he's just got this whole color scheme of everything yellow, like, happy and. <laughs> life and everything like that and he's just rocking that whole thing he's got he wears yellow outfits he's got yellow vibe like everything's just yellow it's just insane. Like, he's got it. an attitude he's got a style it's just amazing so yeah he's got some few songs dropping at the moment it's just Ooh. like he's just spitting them out he's just working really getting hard into it spitting them out so hell yeah he's he's working for it and he, and he earns and he, he's, he really earns where he's at because you see this like lawyers like, us being like yeah put the money I've got this, and they, they flex, and they're trying to be all like cool, and people like trying to work. Like he works, like he thoroughly works for his earning for his music. Like he he works for his fans. He gives out his music early for free to like to his fans to sample and listen to, and it's just like as soon as he can, boom, straight on Spotify. Like it's not just about the money. Like it's it's about sharing music. Like it's it's bringing people together. He he does collaborations with different artists and stuff, and tries to lift up new artists or quiet artists that are in his similar style and stuff and it's that's what you want to hear you know from from music oh hell yeah because not many people are doing that community and, and that's what's really cool about him and that's why he's like definitely up on the top of my list for, for artists for sure and that's why i perfectly segued in from michael jackson <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would definitely give him a listen yeah definitely give him a listen it's it, it's definitely really good and then like from there I mean, I'll go on through my artists now. Then from there, then if if that's the case, yeah, boy. Um, because we we we're getting there now. We're over an hour. <laughs> so I'll start wrapping up the podcast a little bit now. So from from there, my next one on my list would be uh, Childish Gambino. I, I love me some Childish Gambino, and he's again. That's why I like his music. Again, fits in with the genre where he tells a story. He has meaning behind it, and he has songs that will be a story arc as well he's a real performer and like he's an actor as it as is he's an actor and he's a musician and he's just amazing at what he does like to be able to flip those personas around as well being like this is me actor donald glover this is me performer childish Gambino. like it's he's insane. i mean they're pretty much and i really like him because stuff, he's though. still telling a story while he's acting and doing the music so yeah. i mean it's just gonna and it's just amazing. it's into that mode and bam yeah, and he's just so good at it, and I, that's why I like him as a, as a performer. As he's another one that has that vibe where he's able to tell stories and 
really bring them out and really try and get people involved and have meaning and and it's really good and that's that's exactly it and it fits with my style. Oh hell yeah! So I listen to him a fair bit. So another one from there. Everyone gets onto him. He's he's more recent up and coming now for the last few years now. That's good old Posty Malone. <laughs> Posty. I kind of like him. A lot of people listen to Posty. That he that he did. <laughs> like he's he is so good. Like his vibes. Like he is a performer. Like. There's this whole trend for a while going on with like, oh, concerns post alone. We, you know, you look at him though, he is a pure fluid method actor. Like he knows how to act to a T. Like there'll be times where he does get a bit wild and he drinks and he's, but like <laughs> when you're having a good time, you have a few drinks, what's going to happen? Yeah. You're going to have a few more drinks and he's going performance. He's going to get a little drunk. Like, exactly. There's songs you see him and learn to really perform and put the heart into it, not just his. Like like his music videos, but like his live shows, he puts the passion into it. He really performs his songs, and that's why I like posting and I love his music because he puts the passion into it. He's another one that really puts his heart and soul into his music. But what you, yeah, so that's why. He Otherwise, it's just as I said before, it feels bland and boring if you don't put passion into it. It feels bland. It just feels like you're just trying to do something to make yeah. money. And I mean, he makes a lot of money. He flexes, but he gives money back to people too. Oh yeah. There's been times where he's been at shows out public where he'll just like whip out like a hundred dollar note, sign it, and give it to someone. He was just like, "Yep, here you go, whatever." There's one show where he had like a bundle of a box full of cash, and he's just giving out like thousands of dollars to the audience members. He's just like, "Here, have a thousand bucks. Have a thousand bucks." And he's just giving it out. He was like, "Time giving maybe partly high, back to his but he chose to do that. He gives back to his people, like." money isn't important to him which is good like it's not just about them like it's not about the money it's about entertainment it's about the people yeah and that's the cool thing about him he's he's, he's doing what he wants to do and he's he's doing it for you know it's it's weird yeah that's what i mean we did speak it, about it, doing something like that for ourselves like make parody songs <laughs> yeah exactly uh, and that's exactly it. But like it's good to see artists that are doing it not just like not just about the money but about entertainment and about their fans. Oh, hell yeah. And that's what makes artists really good, that they're, they're doing it for the people. Yeah, yeah. Or like, not that they owe anything to people, but, like, they want to do something for it. Like, they want to give something to people. I mean, so that's why... They don't like, owe us anything. Like, and we're supporting them because no. we like what they do. Like, they don't owe us anything for that. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why, like, I have so many of these on my list. And just, like, I, I like to support more of the real passionate people that really put their hard work and soul into what they do and to make it their living like they deserve to get my respect like all these other artists get swamped up by these young people being like oh i like it it's trendy i want to give them this like but they have no heart and passion and all they're doing it for is for the money because they have that talent and they know they can make a quick buck oh yeah not you know not the pure of their heart being like i want to give to the people i want to give myself back to everyone you know and that's why I like that, you know, certain artists for what they are. It's just another one on my list. What was that? Sorry. It's just you've got to take the good and the bad with music. Like there are some yeah. out there just doing for the money, but then you find the ones like Charles Gambino, Post Malone, Bon Jovi, like who are given yep. back to the fans as well. Who put their passion exactly and they do things that for like the, the culture and stuff like that, you know. Oh hell yeah fundraisers and all that kind of stuff not just you know and a lot of people do fundraisers before because of the fundraiser not just because 
it's the in thing for a fundraiser as well. Like there, there's these people that actually mean to help to make a difference. Oh, yeah. And that's the good thing about it. Like they want to make a difference. Another one was it? Another one we're getting closer. Another one on my list I have on here is a good classic. This one's more of like because I grew up listening to it for a long time. Uh, I got Alanis Morissette on my list. Oh, oh. I Alana Morissette. Oh man, <laughs> you gotta have heard her at some point. I got one hand in my pocket and the other one's smoking a cigarette. I have no idea. I've never heard that. No, <laughs> I have no idea. Oh man, <laughs> you gotta listen to some Alana Morissette, dude. Definitely listen to. Definitely look into some Alana Morissette by all means. Like I've still got it. Like I've got a cassette somewhere. My first ever cassette was Alana Morissette Ooh. cassette. And I've had that since a kid, and I, I I would always jam out to it and always listen to it growing up, and I've still got it to this day. It's in one of my boxes, but I still have it. <laughs> yeah. So. Damn. And I, I, it's it's a it's one of those things. So. It's one of the things I grew up with. So. I mean, she's on my list. It, so connected sure. with you. So like that's the thing. You like it. Someone else probably like, like me. I've never really listened. Is it her? Yeah. She was big for like the the nineties, like the late nineties, two thousands period. I reckon if you give her a listen, you you will get the vibe. You you will like it. I reckon a lot of people did like her. She was really dope. She hasn't done anything for a long time though, but yeah. she featured in a few Kevin Smith films as well. So which is oh, cool. Nice. She she played um she played God in Dogma. Huh. So. So yeah, so she had a big role. <laughs> yeah. So. Damn son. So he she played a part in a bit of Kevin Smith's life as well. He was influenced, and he wanted the, her to be in the film to play God. So it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's cool to see her in stuff. So it, it shows you kind of the type of person she is. So yeah. That's just it. And kind then, of defines you because what music you listen to, pretty much describes you. Kind of like. Exactly, it describes, and that's exactly it. Taste describes personality, you know. It does because you're not going to like everything out there. If if you do, no, oh, there's like there's a lot of stuff I like. I like a lot of stuff, but like these ones are the ones that really resonate with me. Yeah, because it really hits that note, like it hits, hits that right spot. So that's why I've got them there. I mean, I mean the other artists I've got on my list. I mean, it makes sense with my last artist. I mean. How could you say no? Like, how can you say no to to Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah, man! Um, I, I had a track him on my list. Like, I've been listening to him again lately, and I'm just like, his music and like his latest album that he's been working on. It's just like, it's amazing. Like, he's so old now, and he's still he's like his he? music, and he's <laughs> doing stuff like, oh, he doesn't feel like he's aged a single bit. You listen to his music and it doesn't sound like he's aged at all. Like he's still got it. The feels there, the vibes there. The music is insane. Like it doesn't feel like it still feels like his original style. Nothing's changed over the I decades. Mean, it's got like, more mature. It's that's about it. Like it uh... it's not mature, exactly that's about it. But like it still still has that classic vibe of like that rock medley feel. Yeah. Like that classic old school rock, like it's 
so good. It's just Aussie. It's so good. That's why I had a <laughs> really good one. It's just Aussie. Like, how, how could you not like Aussie? There are a lot of people who don't. So. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot of people. I don't know why. But it's no, just it's, good entertainment. Oh, I think it's just because the whole Satan worshipping, rah, rah, rah. What? <laughs> yeah, that's just bullshit. He's one of the nicest whatever. people out there. You know, it's whatever. Exactly. It's just because he's different. He's very, he's very polite. He's a humble man. Well, now. <laughs> Sharon, fuck you, Shannon. Oh, Shannon, where's McCain? Get the fuck, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, 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 he's so good. But no, that's 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 my list anyway, and you've got your list. Oh, got, Rolling on through here. I've got an, or, an honourable mention, which... Honourable mention, drop the saxophone Before it. you drop the honourable mention... Skillet! Drop, before you drop the honourable mention... Oh, uh, no. You're not talking about Skillet because the honorable mention I'm going to drop is we have merch in the merch store. We <laughs> haven't got an official merch store, but if you head to redbubble.com, you can look up PickleTube TV or even look up Beardy Bros and you'll find the Beardy Bros merch in the store. <laughs> we've got the Skull Beardy, we've got Skull Beardy jumpers, we've got Skull Beardy shirts, we've got Skull Beardy stickers, we've got Beardy Bros stickers, we've got Beardy Bros shirts. You get Beardy Bros on any logos of that on socks. Uh, we don't have towels. I think we've got clocks, badges. We've got all kinds of shit up there. So have a look. Redbubble.com slash PickleTubeTV or search up PickleTubeTV or Beardy Bros. So the honourable mention, Skillet. I, I agree with you there. That would be an honourable mention for sure. It just sucks that I couldn't put it in the top 10 because <laughs> they are so good. It couldn't It couldn't squeeze into your top 10? It couldn't get in there? Well, I'd have to beat out like Michael Jackson and shit and I don't... I couldn't do that to him. <laughs> no, no, Skillet's good but I mean, they're not... I mean, I love listening to Skillet but I, I wouldn't say that they'd be in my... like They'd be kind of in my top... Maybe in my top 20, maybe in my top 30. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Oof. They're there but like Oof. it's hard. Like there's a lot of bands, like there's a lot of music. I mean, yeah, but I mean, so they're a Christian band, but they give you some some goddamn good music. Oh, great rock, great like rock metal vibes, like so hard, so loud, so savage. But but they have so much heart and passion, and they don't, you know. I mean, they do tell stories in their songs, though. Like, to be fair, but yeah. they've got to. They do, but again, like they have stories, but there are there's no real arc, and it's all over the place. So that's why it never really, it just doesn't make but it that far enough. Like it's, they're like them because they tell stories, in Mungo. <laughs> but there's no full story. Yeah, yeah, so there, yeah, there is. It's just like listen to Rise all of over the place. Rise is a damn yeah. good album. Come out in like 2012, I think. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, just a whole album of. I've actually added audio clips. It's like what it's like listening to a movie. Okay. No, so that's why I like um that's why I like one thing that got me with Panic at the Disco that got me over is there's that three different albums they have done, but each song from one of the albums is actually a part of a story. Yeah. And they all tie together. Yeah, we this like one. That's that's the thought process. That's what gets me. You listen to so I I don't think I've listened to that album. Yeah, so you listen to Rise. The They've got audio clips before a song and after a song, which ties in the next one. Yep. Yeah, it's actually pretty. Okay. It's actually pretty good. 
they're really similar songs. So yeah, it's it's audio but also visual. So if they've got visual video clips, like music videos that do the same thing. Maybe. Like I've seen them video clips, they're good video clips, but like they're just like that one song's just a short story. I like to see a couple of videos that kind of tie together to make a bigger story. Yeah. So kind of do, kind of don't. So that's why it's like a hard spot for me, the skillet, because they're kind of there, kind of not. So it's like in that in-between space. Yeah. But they're good, though. By oh, all means, yeah. their music's great to listen to and get them out to. So. And yeah, you just got to yeah, – so just check out Rise. You won't be disappointed. Rise. <laughs> Rise. Rise. That's pretty much what it's but you're just making a mockery of it now. <laughs> <laughs> you're making a mockery of it. <laughs> God dang it, no. <laughs> All rise, all rise, all rise. That's making a mockery of it. <laughs> God dang it. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck it. Have you got any you got any gaming news this week? Um, no, besides Crash to start off with, uh, there wasn't nothing else I can think of to end off this uh to end it off. I I don't have anything else to really end it off. If you have anything to sandwich this all together, half a page of stuff, man. Is there anything? You still got stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, by all means, just go for it. Like, I have no idea. Like, I mine was crash at the start, and that was about it. So what have you got? Um, I've just been taking notes through throughout the week and just um we've got uh Rocksteady. There's been a leak out of Rocksteady that there's they're making a suicide squad game. Yeah, so I, um, I think it was started where there was rumors of like a new Batman game, but I think it was a part yeah. of the um, story has come to light, which is the suicide. Yep. You play as a suicide squad, but you're killing the Justice League. Yep. Ooh. So that sounds interesting. Oh, interesting. That would be interesting. Oh, that's all that we know of so far. Like they've just it's. Killing yeah. Justice League, so <laughs> but the Batman yeah, game you were talking about was Gotham Knights, I think it's called. Yeah, I might have been, yeah, which is interesting because I wonder if you can play as different characters like Robin, Batwoman, Alfred, maybe. I don't know. Um, cool. <laughs> uh, like it's kind of sounds like a Master Wayne, or he's going off again. Gotham Knights. It sounds <laughs> like something you could just four-player co-op jump in. Yep. Um, move on to Nintendo for this one. Nintendo exits mobile gaming, which is a relief, I guess. Ooh. Yeah. They're stepping away from the whole cutting mobile. ties with games on mobile, right. which yeah, kind of makes sense. Like the only what. Big one they had was that Mario Run or frick it was. Yeah, that was weird. Even then, that was it was. Some people liked it. A lot of people didn't. <laughs> they just jumped on a bandwagon, I guess. Yeah, making mobile stuff. Yeah, so they're out of that. Um, this one for you, Dale. If you know yeah. the YouTuber Loser Fruit. Yeah. She has a Fortnite skin available in the store right now. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so, I mean, that's something I thought I'd mention. She had a few things. She had, like, a whole set of stuff, and I was like, uh, like, why? <laughs> For you Fortnite fans out there, and there's a Loser Fruit skin, 
I don't know how much it is, how much V bucks, but Dale Mall. Oh, it was, it was like, I think it was like fifteen hundred. Damn, I think it was. Typical price for most of those things. It might have been two thousand. I can't remember. I did see it. That was pretty early on. That when the first uh, first week of um, season three started, they had dropped that up on there. They had the emote as well. Oh, damn. so they had a few things for that. Oh damn! <laughs> um, the icon set. So yeah. There's been an interesting Square Enix thing be announced over the last couple of days. It's to do with Kingdom Hearts. It's called Melody of yes, Memory. Yeah. It's a rhythm action game. It looks like a rock a guitar hero kind of thing. It knows, don't know how yeah. that's gonna go down. <laughs> Like, oh. it looks, I might play it, maybe? But it's a, there's over 140 songs on, on, on there. It's coming yeah. out this year. There wasn't a release date, but it's on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Yep. But, I mean, it's action guitar hero. That's what it looked like to me. Like, you're following these lines. And I, I'm iffy about it. It doesn't even look that good. Yeah, like, something different. The graphical was, it, it looked like a mobile game. <laughs> so I don't know what they're going for for that. I don't, I don't know, it says it's 2020, so it's out sometime this year. Yeah. <laughs> One of those end of year catch-ups. Um, oh. We're here. Moving on to some VR news. Firewall yep. Zero Hour is having an operation come out, which is called Operation Syndicate oh, on the 23rd of, oh, well, yeah, 23rd of July. I oh, don't know. I think June? it's July. July? Well, no, June, actually. No, June. <laughs> no, June. 23rd of June. Was it June? So we've we passed that. So we've gone past that. Yeah. So that's available now. Yeah, then that will come out on Wednesday or something, Thursday. Um, yeah, so that's you get a new avatar, um, called yep. Far, if I remember Luna, I think called Fuck. Whoa, geez, that's just a character's name. What <laughs> players, fuck, <laughs> players are fuck. Um, <laughs> you play as Luna, which the name is Lucia Gallo. You get a new map called Black okay. Sight Middle East. You get a primary weapon, oh. the custom ZS SMG. You get a legendary weapon. That's good that it brings some stuff out for something that seems a little bit like a little old, but it's cool to see like they're trying to bring it back like it's picking up traction. Which is People are so still cool. playing it, man. Like we we did give it a shot, except Yeah, it wasn't too bad, but it's good that people are still like really keeping onto it, which is good to see. It's just good seeing VR still get some get some support this late in a generation. Exactly. Um, it's just, I mean, that is a good game. It's like Siege, but VR. It's so good. Oh, so I mean, good. we got Such a fun fucked play. up a few times. You play it Because <laughs> we didn't quite know yeah. the buttons that well or anything. Oh, it was funny. Um, it was funny. You get the legendary weapon, Luna's HZU, which is also an SMG. Yep. Um, ba 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 Okay, this is this had real problems on Ark. It, it actually crashed the damn consoles. 
There's a yep. 21 gig patch out now for Ark. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, which is the Ark Summer Bash 2020. That is now live until mm. the middle of next month or probably the end of next month. I think they said they've extended it yep. for what they've caused for the problems. Yep. So let's re- uh, rectify with the issue that extending it to say sorry. Well, people lost yep. bases, dinos, characters. Ooh. They did an eight-hour rollback, probably longer, to bring everything back. Oh, I don't know God. if that fixed everything yet or not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, on console, was pretty much screwed. You couldn't log in longer than five seconds. People getting kicked left, right, and center. Oh, God. <laughs> that reminds us of that. What was that game? Conan Exiles. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I had so much uh, trouble with that game. You were fine, really. Like, I couldn't move. I couldn't load in. I was stuck. I was, oh. <laughs> God damn. Crazy time. Um, Speaking of Conan, believe it or not, it's now free on the Epic Game Store. Yep. Wouldn't surprise me that they're trying to get uh, people over to the Epic Store with all these games. Well, it's just a good service. Like it, The Game Store is free, so you're getting really free games. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, there's a new map on Conan right now, I think. So they're trying to get the hype on that so people will get the game. So, I mean, I'm all for it. I'll probably pick that up reasonably soon on my account. Um, this one, you, you played Dying Light, didn't you, didn't you Dale? Oh, only a little bit of Oh. Um, <laughs> well, there's a DLC coming out July 23rd for PC, Xbox, and PS4. It's called, D- it's called Hell Raid, which is... A fantasy teleport into a video game, I think it is, and you're fighting like waves of skeletons with armor. It, it looks different <laughs> from like okay. what the game usually is because if it's a zombie, but now you're fighting skeletons, that's all they showed was skeletons. I'm not sure if there's anything more, but it costs mm-hmm. $10 US. I'm not sure what that is here, like 15 maybe. 15, 16. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, 23rd of July, PC, Xbox, PS4. If you like Dying Light, you should pick it up. It looks interesting. There's like a minute-long trailer for it. Yep. And should be a good time. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, man. Come on Netflix in anime form. Oh. Which is a bit weird to have that, but Cartoony, yeah. Uh, no, not that, but like cyberpunk anime on Netflix. Yeah, bit weird. Netflix adaptation series. I'm not sure. I, I don't think it's out this year. Any, any, any way. I think. It's, yeah, there may be a prequel to lead into the game, or maybe like an after or side story. Or I think it's a whole different thing. Maybe. I mean, it's only just been announced, yeah. so it's probably not anywhere near done. Mm, it could be maybe a prequel to set up the, the lead up to to where we're at. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but then it's coming after the game, so. Well, they do that. They can do that. They've done that a lot of times where they'll make you play through and then it'll kind of like, I guess, have points that you feel unexplained and then they'll have this come out and you're like, 
that makes sense with this happening now. And you'd be like, oh, my God, I never thought of it that way, you know. Yeah, this would come out, like, in Which two years, so it's a long wait. Mm. Well, it could be, like, could be like, even then, it could be something where they expect people to play through the game, done stuff, and this is, like, a companion for after the game or, like, this or during. It could be, like, who knows. It's, in, it's interesting to actually find out when we get some more details about it other than just it's coming to Netflix yeah. in anime form. <laughs> Go on, Netflix. Um, Wait and see. Maybe it's all Keanu Reeves as Johnny Silverhand. Ooh, that'd be dope. Um, <laughs> Silverhand anime. Like, I'd, I'd happily watch Johnny Silverhand anime. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. Back before he was a robot. Or a hologram in yeah. your head. Or however he became whatever he is. I think like, he's in your head. That could be the that could be a thing to explain how he became what he is, like how he became this AI thing or whatever it is. I don't know. This this next one, man, you're going to be excited for, I guess. But I never quite yeah. knew. I don't know who these are. But did you see Xbox put out a Halo Infinite teaser? I bet there was a little clip for like 30, 40 seconds. Like a sound clip or something, I think it was. Yes. Um, I did. They've got the Banished in it. Yeah. I don't know who the Banished are, though. I I have no idea who they are. I think think it might be something new. I think they're trying to introduce new stuff. The Banished are old, though, apparently. There's a lot of stuff that's old, but it's new. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's been in law, but, like, never been introduced. Does that make sense? No, this... Is like a hate thing against Master Chief, like that he's fought him before. So, I, yeah, I can't. Oh, that, dude, there's a lot of stuff that he's he's fought that you don't actually see in the games, but they're from the books. There's a lot of shit. So, that's all. That's all. I mean, we could be going back into book territory here. We could be going into territories of stuff that he's experienced in the books. It could be a glimpse of stuff we've had in the games. Like it could be anything. Like I I heard the clip briefly and I was like, ooh, but I haven't fully gone through and debunked a lot of the stuff yet. I haven't really dug through, but they are getting very active. I have seen the Halo's uh, Twitter page like they get very active. Yeah, well, the reveal is so. this month coming in July sometime, so... So that's going to be good. It's interesting, because that guy sounded pissed. Whoever is from that Spanish yeah. people, wherever the frick they are, he didn't sound that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but, I mean, that's I, I've been holding back because I'm kind of just waiting for a whole bunch of stuff to come out more and then I can just absorb it because I don't want to be like teasing myself too much being going, here's a little thing here and I'm going to wait a little while and then here's another little thing here. Like I just want to like see a whole bunch of stuff and be just like, give it to me at once, just inject it all into my veins. We're only going to wait like a couple of a couple of weeks. Exactly. Not, so that's what I'm just holding now. Just, like, <laughs> just be like, give it to me. No, exactly. That's what I'm like, just give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah, so, check out the order. Hold out quick. long enough, it'll be here in a couple of weeks. I'll be able to absorb it all at once. You'll be very. I'm shocked because I have no idea who the fuck was talking about. So I've never read the books or anything. Comics or. I've read a lot of the books. I'll have to have a. I'll have a gander at it later. And we'll I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna YouTube the, the banish show what comes up. Yeah. <laughs> could be in the earlier game, somewhere. Yeah, it could be. It could, like, so there's a lot of stuff that goes on in that game. Because this is definitely a continuation so, from five, I guess. Yeah, we've got to wait to see how this is going. So I'm keen for this game. By all means, I'm keen. I mean, that's all I've got for so, this week. It's which is still a that's all good. pretty much yeah. a lot. 
We we we're dragging these, these episodes are, are long episodes. We we've gone well over a, an hour thirty. So <laughs> our episodes not intentional. People seem to be loving it, I guess. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things. <laughs> we're just doing what we love, man. We're just doing what we do, just entertaining the people. People want to listen to us ramble on. They can listen to us ramble on. Kind of putting. Thank you for listening to us ramble on. Putting elements of ourselves out there with our bands, our favorite things, what we like to do. Exactly. exactly. While also giving news of the week, we we will do. Yeah, things that entice us, intrigue us. If things happen, like if major things happen during the week, we'll do a quick pop up one about that specific thing. But exactly, anything big will start getting on to the pop-ups or making more statuses. So, again, we, we have we got we, – you got Twitter sorted yet? Or you haven't got that up? Going? I haven't yet. I need to have a chat with you about that. <laughs> um, Twitter going. So, we should get Twitter going soon. We're nearly on – next week will be our 10th episode. So, we've got to oh, yeah. get prepared for that. So, yeah, so um, episode 10, like, oh, my God. Usually, the events are on a Friday, which is good for us because we still got to yep. – we can – oh, usually – Friday morning, which we can still leave it till the next day, usually. Yeah. Which is good. It's still fresh. It's not going to Monday that we'll do a quick one, but yeah, I mean, say, yeah, if anything pops up that's big, that's that's that I feel like is needed to talk to, we'll yeah, definitely make something up. Oh, this Xbox event, this could happen in the middle of the week, maybe. Yeah. And if it's, if it's, if it's decent enough to hold off till the weekend, we'll do it. Otherwise, if it needs to be, Spoken about beforehand, we'll squeeze in in many episodes. So, yeah, exactly, sure. But yeah, that's all I've got to. I've got the round one on about this week. <laughs> no, I think that's it. I think that's us for a week. It'd, it'd be good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm. Sadly enough, I'm getting quite tired. I've, I've had barely any sleep today. So, Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I need to crash. Not it. Yeah. So that's been fun. It's been fun, as always. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, Eddie. No, but um, by all means, thank you for listening, guys. Thanks for sticking around, and we appreciate every one of you listening. Oh yeah, I've been looking over the uh, stats for sure, and I've been sharing it with with Jimmy, and we're definitely uh, getting some outreach there, and we we mightily appreciate it. Thank you for listening. We've been hitting a few. Countries. Hopefully, you keep listening to us. Yes, we're getting the outreach. Hopefully, we can get some more outreach and reach out to more further regions and get all of our beardiness into your ear holes. So, <laughs> so again, thanks for listening. Oh, dear. Yeah. Thanks for the support. <laughs> and we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>